to Hello, It's V presents Pen Pals and Perrier, the podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. I am here with Finn, who's a father as well as a videographer. So, Finn, you want to introduce yourself to the people? Hey, everybody. Um, my name is Finn. Um, as she said, I'm a videographer, father, serial entrepreneur. <laughs> glad okay. to be here. Okay, glad to have you. So, Finn is on the show today because I was seeking out somebody to basically interview me, which sounds kind of wild because this is my podcast, <laughs> but I feel like unless you have read my blog or you've avidly been following me on social media for a number of years, then you probably don't really know who I am, what I do, why this is of interest to me, and just, yeah, I guess like just an overview as to who I am. So that's what we're going to do today. Finn is going to interview me and uh, give you guys some more insight as to who I am, who he is. So, um, again, thanks for listening, and yeah, Finn, whenever you're ready, go ahead. Okay. I thought it was a cool idea because, you know, it's just like I like to do random stuff like that, and the fact yeah. that you have people listening to you that don't necessarily know you, and you might not necessarily know what somebody would want to know about you without right. asking exactly. them. Exactly. Okay, so... Um, I've never done this before, so okay. let me see. <laughs> okay, so what do you do for a living? Okay, so that's always such an interesting, like, long-winded question for me because I do so many things that it's like I just sit here and shoot off a list. So first and foremost, um, I am a foster parent. So hmm. I have a young woman that stays with me. She's 17. She's pretty dope. Um, I've been into fostering, I would say, for probably the last five years or so. I've had a variety of young men and women come through my house, and it's just been a very interesting experience. Um, Alongside that, I'm here doing my podcast. I also uh, am a freelance writer, so I also do professional documents, mostly employ employment documents, so like resumes, cover letters, LinkedIn projects, because I worked in HR for about the last six or seven years. Okay. More so in the community community sector, um, but I am out here trying to help others get jobs um, and more or less just jumpstart their careers. So alongside that, um, I currently started working as an independent contractor um, for a variety of community service agencies in the GTA. So ultimately, I'll go around, do program evaluations, um, program consulting based on the clients and their needs. So more or less just kind of help them pizzazz their programs a little bit more um, in terms of engaging youth. So yeah, that's pretty much um, what I'm focused on right now. And yeah, that's what I do. And why did you why did you choose that profession? Which one? <laughs> well, more so the, you know, working with kids, foster parent type stuff. So I started working with kids when I was actually a youth myself. Um, I moved to Toronto independently at 12 after going through the foster care system myself. Okay. Um, so as I went through and navigated through a bunch of community agencies, went through foster care, there were so many different things in the system that I was like, okay, this is not working. This is ridiculous. I hate this. This agency is ridiculous. Like this person has not helped me. Um, So I knew from a very young age that once I was in a position to be able to do so, that I would give back to the community and the people who actually did assist me alongside correcting the things for myself that just didn't work for me. And I know this just didn't work for other people. So um, just in terms of, like, fostering that I'm doing now, I lived with a bunch of crazy people um, <laughs> growing up. So I could imagine, yeah. Yeah. So I just try to be that person that I wish that I had, I guess, growing up, you know? So, um, yeah, and it's fun. It keeps me young. I feel like um, as old, I guess, as I am, I feel like I'm pretty well-versed in what's going on for youth these days, and it helps me stay relevant and excited to just go to work every day and do what I love ultimately. So, yeah. That's cool. Do you have do you have any kids? I do not have any kids yet. Eventually, hopefully, I will get to that point, but <laughs> right now there are no prospects <laughs> out here trying to give me a kid and no one I want to give me one either. <laughs> true, true. Uh how many kids do you want? I want like four or five. I want a lot of kids. That's what I'm saying. Like 
just have wow. to get this started like immediately. <laughs> You're expensive. And I know. I Your know, family's right? gonna be very expensive. I know, but it's fine. I'll work. I'll do whatever I gotta do, and hopefully, the person that I have these children with, they're willing to do the same. So, have you, did your parents have a lot of kids, or is it? No, just... so it's just me, my sister, and my brother. Um, but yeah, they're yeah, we got like kind of split up as time went on. So they yeah, it wasn't really like a family unit. Uh, sorry, like a family unit. So that's kind mm-hmm. of why. I want so many kids <laughs> to just be able to like provide that and do the whole family, big family experience that I wish I guess I had growing up. So I've always noticed that people, it's always like the opposite. Not to say that I don't like my big family, like because uh-huh. my my mom has five kids. Um, oh, okay. And my sister has five kids. Mhm. So like we got a pretty big family, but I always notice that people that don't have a lot of uh, siblings, yeah. like envy that you know what I mean yeah I mean I was always pretty good like with the kids that sorry with the siblings that I had like I never wished for more or less or whatever I was like quite content with that but I just I don't know it's like I like long for like just a big a big family that's just kind of that's just what I want so we'll see how life goes for me okay so how do you spend like free time Free time. Hmm. So this is going to sound wild, and a lot of people just don't believe me when I talk about my free time and what I do. But I really just like to stay in my bed and, like, watch stuff. Like, for the last, like, five hours, I've been laying in my bed watching this stupid show called Love After Lockup. So I have, like, a guilty pleasure for just, like, stupid, trashy reality TV. Mm. Um, I like to read, write. Um, I like to travel when I can. Um, as well as just like spend time outdoors when it's not freezing like it has been, just kind of just walking around, going downtown. Um, yeah, I also like food a lot, so cooking. I just like hitting up new spots in the city as far as um, food goes. So yeah, very like laid back, low key. I don't really go out out like that ever. So it's just very much, I really like spending time by myself as well. Mm. So most of the things that I do are by myself, which is totally fine. <laughs> so. Where Where's the last place that you traveled to? The last place that I traveled to, well, la- over like the last few years, I've been in the States a lot. Um, but as it pertains to like outside, I guess, of Canada and the United States, the last place I went was Aruba and it was, incredible aruba and curacao so like collectively so one day we were in aruba next day we went to curacao and it was like nothing i'd ever experienced before um just so so beautiful and the culture there was one that i was not familiar with before i went so i'd heard oh yeah it's a dutch island and i was like okay i don't i don't really know what that means um but i had gone and it was just incredible the people were amazing the food was dope and um yeah, the scenery was pretty wicked, so. So I literally just got off a plane two days ago, and I was kind of surprised that, you know, a lot of women, I noticed more women than men, they yeah. travel They travel alone. Are you, mm-hmm. the type, are you the type to travel alone? I love traveling by myself. <laughs> like, I prefer, I think, to travel by myself because I'm somebody I don't like waiting on people. Like, yeah. I like to set my own agenda I also am a very early riser, so I'll wake up at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning and be like, okay, like I'm ready to go. Whereas if I travel with people, they're like, hey, well, we're on vacation. Like, I don't want to wake up until, yeah. like, 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, and I've also found that traveling with my friends has created some very interesting <laughs> experiences for me where I'm kind of like, mm. I'm good. Like some people that I've traveled with in the past and I are not friends anymore. Because of that, right? Yep. Because you really find out like a lot about people. I guess they say that when you live with people, you kind of realize who they really are. And it's like the same goes for traveling. So unless you guys have had discussions in terms of like, this is what I want to do. Like this is where my head's at when I speak about going on vacation because I've gone on vacations and it's just been – um, a, like a complete disaster. I have one girlfriend that I can travel with comfortably, 
because her and I are very much the same. But besides her, I go by myself. <laughs> I was I don't know why I don't know why I was surprised about that, but uh, like pretty much every Canadian I met, I just came from Cuba, but pretty oh, much yes. every Canadian I met was like the females were by themselves. Really? Yeah. Like on a resort? Yeah. Wow. Huh. Yeah. I didn't I didn't think that women traveled by themselves that often, especially to like resorts, cuz I I feel like I know a lot of women who have, like, done the Europe thing by themselves mm-hmm. or, like, gone to Asia by themselves. But to, like, go to an all-inclusive resort and just, like, as a I've done that once. Like, I've traveled to an all-inclusive by myself once. And, like, that was kind of boring, to be honest. Yeah, I could see that. But the thing is, Canadians, I guess, by nature, we're kind of friendly. So you go there alone and you're bound to meet a group of people that you're going to... If you're uh, social. If you're social. <laughs> like, are you I'm not? not i'm not at all and like yeah, it's not a matter of like being bitchy or whatever but like i'm very um i can be very socially awkward which might come as a surprise to people and i'm also very introverted um so it's yeah when i went to the resort by myself i think it was actually where the hell was it that i went no, no, no sorry it was mexico so i went to mexico by myself I remember just getting on the resort. People would try to talk to me, and, like, I would be friendly, like, they'll just, like, but I wouldn't really press to, like, carry on conversation or, like, hey, what are you guys doing today? Or, like, move my chair towards them. It was just very much, like, I'm cool. Like, I don't really want to feel obligated to do anything with you. So, yeah, it was kind of, it was a little boring for seven days. But, um, yeah. Especially if you're not a big drinker. Yeah, and I'm also not that either. Like, I, I don't yeah. really, maybe like once a month, if that. And even with that, it's like two drinks, I'm finished. So my whole day is shot. <laughs> yeah. where, where where would you like to go that you haven't been so far? So I really want to go to Thailand, like mm. very, very badly. But I think I've been procrastinating because I'm a little nervous about it because like, I don't speak the language. I'm just kind of scared that it's like, how do you navigate? Like, how do you do things? Especially because I feel like I would be going by myself. Um, So it just, uh, yeah, I've kind of just been deterred from that. But I know some, I know this girl who I actually follow on Instagram and she is there right now by herself. And it's kind of motivated me a little bit to be like, okay, Maybe I should do. I can do this if she can. I feel like I can do it. So. Yeah. What are you? What are you worried about? What are you worried about? What's going to happen? I think just the communication barrier. Just like, okay. I don't know. Like, what if I get in a cab? I'm trying to tell. Like, how do you tell somebody where to go? Like, if you, if if you don't understand, then they don't understand what's going on, and they can just take me wherever they want and dash me off at the side of the road, and I would just be there again, lost, and not being able to have a conversation. Well, they, I mean, they have those apps now. Google, you could do the Google Translate and hand them your phone, and they'll say what you what you're saying in English to them in their native language. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're I've right. been to Taiwan. I've never been to Thailand. I want to go to Thailand, but how um, is Taiwan? It's pretty. It seems like a. It seems like China. Not that I've been to China, but it's, they speak Mandarin, and it's just like a smaller version of China. Okay. Not as not as crowded. It was cool though. It was cool. Mm. Was and it clean? It was cleaner than Toronto. Really? Okay. Yeah. For the oh. most part. For the most part. There's still places that are dirty. Right. And from there we flew to um Philippines. Oh that was really that was really nice. I've it's heard like that's beautiful. Asian Caribbean country. But I had my brother to translate so I can't really speak on going there right. completely Solo. blindly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so what is something that you do not like to do? Something I do not like to do. Mm, that's interesting. I don't know. I've never really thought about that before. What do you not like to do? I don't like I don't like doing anything that involves me being cold. Like yeah. I don't want to go outside and skate. I don't want to like I just don't want to do anything that involves me being cold. Um, I feel like growing up, like I grew up in places like 
Barry, Collingwood, like Owen Sound, places like that where being cold all the time was was a given. And I yeah. feel like as I've gotten older, it's I, I can't stand it. Like I don't want to leave my house. Even like right now, it's minus who knows what, and I have no desire to leave the house. So if it involves me being cold, I don't want to do it. I don't want to walk outside. I don't yeah, I just don't want to be cold. So that's yeah. um that's pretty I good. I agree with that wholeheartedly. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I really can't. And you must be like in shock right now, especially coming back from Cuba. Yeah, exactly. And came home to a snowstorm. Yeah, it's disgusting. Sick. So. Okay. Um, what's a skill that you would like to learn and why? Oh, uh, so I would really like to learn, one, how to speak Spanish, and two, how to play the piano. Um. I'll go, I'll speak about the piano because um, music is probably like the biggest love of my life. Um, I've been writing and singing since as young as I can even remember. So to be able to sing and write um, while playing the piano, that would just, that's incredible. And that's also a skill that I really want to, I would want to be able to like teach, teach my children when that time comes. So just having a skill that I would be able to pass on as well as just having it feed my love for, yeah, my love for music. So. Yeah, that, I, that's one of the things I would love to learn to piano. Yeah, so you should do it. Why aren't and, you doing this? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm a producer as well, but I'm more okay. like sample-based, you know, right. 90s style boom bap. I just haven't okay. been, I don't know. I don't have a good reason why I haven't. What do you, how, have you made any steps towards yes. it? Yes. So, but, and then I stopped. So maybe like two years ago when I first moved to Brampton, I signed up with this lady and I remember going to like two classes and she's like, okay, well, you don't have to cut your nails. And if people know me in real life, they know that I stay with decently long nails. Like, and you can't play piano if your nails are long. Well, maybe you can, but you can't learn. Um, So I was just kind of like, ah, I don't know forget it and then I just never went back so I feel like I should just sacrifice the nails and go back but that's yeah if I'm going to do it that's that's pretty much what I have to do so we'll see how it goes so like what is your favorite type of music my favorite type of music um probably R&B, like 90s R&B, early 2000s, just like that, like, real, like, pop-sounding R&B, like, not really like that deep soul stuff, just like, Mm. this is going to sound ridiculous, but, like, I love Bobby Valentino, like, Bobby Valentino, like, that kind of R&B, just like the B2K, the Bobby Valentino, like, the Tyrese, like, those ridiculous R&B solo artists as well as like those collective groups are yeah my favorite and hip-hop but when it comes to hip-hop I like like grimy hip-hop so not just like I don't know like Jay-Z um like AZ those. as I've seen on your thing I love AZ that's my <laughs> like I love him so much so I really like AZ I really like Freeway um Jadakiss um Wow. just like Mob Deep. Um, yeah, I have like a thing for Lloyd Banks. <laughs> like, it's a little ridiculous. So, yeah, I really like, I, I would say more so East Coast, like New York rap. So, Okay. Um, so, okay, so I think I have a superpower. But I'll, I'll, I'll wait to hear yours first. Okay. What did you, what's your superpower? And like, what do you think is your your superpower basically what is my superpower yeah so i can read people very quickly um like i can have like a like a very like minimal conversation with somebody and be able to read them and not even just read them in a way that pleases me or like in a way that it's i want them to be or i want to receive them as but it's like I can just read somebody like instantaneously um, wow. in terms of just like the characteristics that I feel like they possess 
um, maybe like some of the things that they've gone through. Uh, yeah, I'm just very, very good at that. And it's never failed. It's never, ever, ever failed me. That's and I crazy. Feel like it's always like, you can't judge a book by its cover, da 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 da, da. And it's, I don't have to. Like, we can have, like, again, like a two to three minute conversation, and I can tell you all about yourself. And I'm never wrong. So. That's yeah. crazy because that's, <laughs> liter- that's literally my superpower. That's exactly what, what I'm gonna say. I swear to God. I always tell people if I was an X Men, that would be my my X Men power. Yeah, seriously. So you've never been wrong. Like you just stay like you just stay with the vibes, and that's just what it is all the time. Yeah, because and the thing is, I don't know about you because I never met you in person, but we are probably the hardest to read from from the outside. Yeah. But I, but I could read I could read people. Like when I see yeah. them or have a small conversation with them, I yep. can say, "Okay, this person's like this." Blah 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, it's wild because like a few months ago, I was talking to this dude and I said to him, like him and I had been talking for a while, and I remember like calling him one day and being like, "I think there's something off with you." Like I, this is just like totally out of nowhere. I'm like, I think that you have a girlfriend or you've been like scorned in the past. And you're just, you just can't get out of it. Like, you're just stuck. And he just paused for, like, the longest time. And he's like, yo, how did you know that? I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's very weird. And I think that is also what makes me so good at what I do in terms of just, like, working with young people because they stay coming with the fronts. And it's like, yeah. you don't really, you can't do that here because I already see you. Like, I actually see you. So don't come yeah. here with that, you know? So it's I'm not, um, sorry. I'm not really into like astrology, but like what's your sign? I'm a Libra. What is that, like September ish? so my birthday is October second. Okay. What about you? When's your birthday? November fourteenth. So what is that? Scorpio. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I always get that reaction. I don't really know what that means either. I just say that to people, and they tell me their sign, and they're like, what does that mean? I'm like, I don't know. Because that's what people say to me when I tell them I'm a Libra. They're like, oh, one of those ones? Yeah, I guess. I think my brother and sister are both Libras. It's like end of September, early October. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. You get along with those ones? Um, I don't know about, I'm I'm not sure about people outside of my family, but I mean, I get along with my yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> For the most part. Okay. Um, do you have any role models, either like people that you haven't met or people that you are actually, um, you know, model your life after? So it's – I didn't have role models for a very long time. Um, and anytime anybody would ask me that question, I'd be like, what does that mean? Like, I don't know what that is. Like, I mean, I think there's been people who have kind of shown me the ropes in certain ways, but until I would say like the last like four to five years, I'd never really aspired. Like I never really had looked up to anybody or aspired to be like anybody before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can honestly say that one of my girlfriends, Claire, she's probably going to listen to this. And I don't think I've ever told her this either, but like, I just love her so much and to watch her growth and just the way that she navigates through things and her vulnerability and her heart and her genuine care for other people. And I guess just how she's gone after the things that she truly wants. Like this girl fully picked up her stuff a few years ago, relocated to the UK, made friends with everybody, like thrived in her job. And then she just recently came back and she's doing the exact same thing here. And it's just like, yes, like that is somebody that I look up to and I would consider a role model 100% because she really does so many things in her life that I'm like here on, wow, like I want to be like that. Like I want to do those things, you know. So, yeah, Claire, that's the role model. Okay. That's cool. So it's more like a character thing, not necessarily specific to what you're doing, right? Yeah, no, I don't have anybody that I look up to, like, career-wise or anything like that, because I feel like doing all the things that I do, I'm just kind of, like, all over the place. And there's nobody who really, there's nobody that I know that does all of the things that I do. So it's kind of, meh. 
I don't know. But yeah, character wise, definitely my homegirl Claire. So for sure. It's very strange that me and you are so much alike that I didn't even know before. Yeah, right? That. Well we've it's never spoken. Like ever. And I don't think we I don't think we ever have, no. <laughs> it's crazy. Because I'm the I'm kinda of like the same way. Like I do so much stuff to the point where I don't like I don't even like telling people everything because it's exactly. gonna come across as bragging when I'm not trying to brag. It's just yes. Or the or on the other side of things, like do you not know like one thing that you want to do? Like why are you all over the place? And it seems with the people they judge me as like being scattered, kind yeah. of like. Yeah, <laughs> and, exactly. And, okay, whatever. Um, but yeah, everybody, this is our first conversation, so you're listening to this live <laughs> and direct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so don't mind my random ass questions too. So, um, is there something that you used to believe in that you don't no longer believe in? Not necessarily religious, just maybe like uh, I don't know anything. Huh. Well, hmm, that's a really good question. I've never thought about that before. Uh, something I used to believe in, huh? For example, I'll give you an example. When a lot of people used to, people say, you know, this phrase, everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. And I used to believe that, but I don't necessarily believe that anymore. Okay. Um, okay, so this might be like a really bright answer. And some people might be like, what the fuck? But I'm actually totally fine with it. So in my household growing up, um, my father is uh, African Canadian, which is like Black Canadian, mm-hmm. and my mom is Israeli. We grew up with like, don't ever say the N word. Like, you cannot say it. Like, you are not allowed. Like, that's like the curse. Like, do not like that word. You can say fuck, bitch, like whatever you want. Well, that was never condoned, but it was like, do not ever say the N word. Like, don't ever do it. And that was for like reasons. Um, pertaining to, like, my father and, like, his experiences and just, like, certain things that he had gone through as a kid that I feel like he tried to, like, push on to us. Alongside, like, the the meaning of the word just, like, not being appropriate and whatever. So I used to, like, not even, like, I used to, like, pounce on people in public. Like, if I heard them say it, I'd be like, oh, my God, you can't say that. That's disgusting. Like, I remember, like, commenting on people's Instagrams, like, talking about it. I was just so out there um, and just, like, so forthcoming with how disgusting I felt the word was. Mm-hmm. And as I've gotten older and I've spent a lot of time evaluating the word and just, like, evaluating my father's perception of it and, like, why he didn't want us using it and as well – just spending a lot of time in the States where I feel like the word, like I never heard it so often as I had when I, when I was like frequenting there, like so, so often Mm -hmm. that I now like don't have a problem with people saying it in my presence as long as they're, they're black. (laughs) And I also find it just lingering at times in my own, in my own vocabulary, which I feel like, is fine and it I don't look at it so much anymore as like this huge detriment like oh my gosh this is disgusting and it's terrible and whatever but I've started to view the word more so on us as black people kind of like taking the word back and using it in ways that are appropriate for us and like how we basically how we want to use the word so yeah I think that's that's been like a complete a complete full circle um, change as opposed to like how I was before and what I believed. Um, yeah. Cause that was a huge, strong situation for me. So yeah, that's, um, that's it. I agree. I agree. I concur. Um, so what about, okay. So I don't know how old you are, but how old do you feel? Oh, so some days I feel old. Like some days I feel like, I'm in like, well, not old, but sometimes I feel like I'm like in my 50s because (laughs) I've been on my own for so long and I pretty much had to like raise myself and I just don't really have that family support. Um, I try to like leave my friends out of my issues as much as I can. So essentially not to like have a self-inflicted pity party, but like I take on a lot of things by myself and it's become 
a little exhausting. Like, I exhaust myself at times. So I'm like, how old are you? Like, chill. Like, what, what's wrong with you? But then there are other times, um, and I find this mostly when I work with kids or just, like, youth in general. I feel like I'm, like, 20. I'm like, this is great. Like, I feel like a kid, and I feel like, yeah, just, like, free and fine and whatever. So there are days where, yeah, I feel mad old, and then there's other days where I feel just mad young. So it just kind of all depends on what is going on for me and what environment I'm in. So it's, yeah, I think it, it just it just all depends. And even when I'm around certain people, I'm like, I feel like I'm your mom. So it all depends, like, the role that I've taken in people's lives, um, especially when I'm around them. It just it just kind of depends. So. That makes sense. Yeah. Is there anything that you're working on outside of uh, work, other than, obviously, this podcast? Um, I'm really trying to, like, you mean, like, business-wise, right? Uh, or hobbies or whatever. Mm, so I'm trying to work on I would say continuously just like setting boundaries for people like setting my own boundaries not setting them for people but setting boundaries that's like a big task I feel like that I've taken on for people for myself um in terms of just other people basically holding space for other people in my life and just um being able to like speak up and advocate for myself when I can't necessarily take on other people. Um, and that's been a huge thing because I feel like for the majority of my life, I've been here holding space for others while not holding the same space that I hold for them for me. So that's been a very interesting task. And so like you, you like you feel guilty if somebody asks you to go out and then you don't want to go out. Yes. Thing? Yes. Okay. Or like I'll have people hitting my phone on some like, oh my God, like this is going on for me. I'm a mess, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I'll be going through my own situation and it's like, I'll basically neglect what I'm going through in turn mm-hmm. and, and basically in turn give that energy to other people. And then I'm so drained that I can't even help myself. Yeah, so, so it makes you feel even worse than exactly. before. Yes. So I've kind of been working on that and just really taking more time for myself and like doing things that I really enjoy doing. So, yeah, just like reading, um, watching my stupid shows and not feeling bad about it. And, yeah, just not feeling like I constantly have to be like doing, 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 doing stuff all the time. That's been yeah. that's been a task too. Um, alongside business-wise, I would say just – really trying to rebrand myself um, with the assistance of my homeboy, Jonathan, who's super dope, just trying to get my website together and create these writing packages because I don't know anything about business, nothing at all. So this whole like freelance writing situation has has been a ride. So just learning the value of my time and my work and being able to present that in ways that are effective and, beneficial to other people so yeah that's cool well i mean one other thing that I, on my list i went to school for graphic design and okay so holler at me when you're ready okay i will <laughs> um okay i had a question that i don't really remember okay so let's oh you know what um i remember you were doing some sort of maybe i shouldn't be uh i remember you're gonna do like some sort of like food show yes yes Oh yeah. What? Why? Why haven't you done that yet? Because I would. <sighs> you already had one subscriber. Right. <laughs> so I have. Well, I still have it. It's the food page. It's called. I don't even know what the name of it now is. It's like called like Foodie V or something like that. Mm-hmm. But um, this is when I had the financial uh access, I guess, and stability <laughs> to be able to travel. Uh, as much as I was traveling before. So basically I was traveling like every week (laughs) going to the States. Like I'd go to places like Atlanta, DC, Texas, like really wherever and just review black owned restaurants um, because I really enjoy supporting black owned businesses and I love food so much. So hand in hand, that was like the thing that I really wanted to do. And 
I fell off because I just, I feel like I take on sometimes, like, all of these things that I want to do, but I end up, like, biting off more than I can chew. And Yeah, that sounds like me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to take a break. But it's funny that you mention it because as of recently, I've been in conversation with my same friend who's helping me, like, brand my website currently. And mm-hmm. he's like, yo, like, you need to be doing this. Like, you love food and, like, you love travel. So if you can make enough income off your freelancing, you can use that to, like, fund that. And, like, it can all funnel in together. So the food situation might be back because I stay eating and I want to keep traveling. So we'll see how that, how it goes. But it it could be back. It could be. I hope so. And just a suggestion, I don't think you should have two separate Instagrams for it, personally. Yeah, right? So you think I should put it all into the one? Yeah, because nobody, the way I look at it is like, say you have a company that does something very specific, like say you make mugs or something. I'm not going to follow your Instagram if all I see is mugs. Right. I want to see what else you do. And if the the less mugs I see will be will give me more reason to want to buy your mugs because I'm I'm emotionally invested in you. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a so, good idea. I could just do that all in one. Yeah. Hmm. And and then you don't have to worry about losing um, you know, fans. Right. Because everybody's in the same spot. Yes, you're right. I'm gonna write that down right now. <laughs> Yes, but what I also feel like is an issue for me, because like I'm not traveling as often, is the fact that in the GTA, I feel like most of the black-owned restaurants are West Indian joints, and like, how much West Indian food am I going to eat? Like, how yeah, much? That's true, but I mean, um, do you watch a lot of YouTube? Uh, I don't watch a lot of YouTube unless I'm watching this jail show that I like. <laughs> so what, the reason I ask, because a lot of people that watch YouTube, they, they're really into the actual vlogger or whoever the host is. Mm-hmm. So as long as they're into you, they're going to watch it. Not to say that, you know, make a boring show just because people are going to watch it, but like right. you can go to Ethiopian restaurants, you can go to Jamaican restaurants, you can go to Guyanese oh, yeah. restaurants, you can go to Jamaican Chinese restaurants. I mean, we we both know Toronto. <laughs> There's tons of, <laughs> you know what I mean? It could be. So, I mean, that's four or five uh, restaurants just in Toronto alone, you know? Yeah. That's, that's you're different. Right. You're right. So, yeah. And it's not like you got to do it every week, you know what I mean? No, maybe like even like once a month or something. Just exactly. Um, yeah, that's that's a very good idea. I just wrote it down. So. And because there's so many Jamaicans, me being one of them, uh, I want to know where the good ones are. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. As long as your reviews are honest, mm-hmm. like not not to the point where you're like shitting on the restaurant, but like mm-hmm. say like I didn't like the way this was. Right. But, right. So. And that's also where I had a problem because, like, I felt really, I felt really bad because I remember going to like a few places and they were terrible, like they were so bad. And people were like, "Oh, so are you gonna post about it? Like how bad it was?" And I'm like, "No, I can't." And they're like, "So what's the point? Like, why are you?" Doing this? <laughs> like, uh, you gotta just, you gotta, I guess you gotta kind of sugarcoat it, but just let people know that. Yeah. This is not the first. This wouldn't really? be my first choice. I could have like a rating system maybe. Yeah. There was this place that we went and it was so bad. And maybe I can vent about it like right quick. It's called Scott Hill Cuisine or something. Trash. It was at like Lawrence, Lawrence and like Avenue Road. Disaster. Mm. It was the most disgusting thing. And like it's funny because I'm not Jamaican, but I went with like, I think it was like four other, four, four Jamaican women, like my girlfriends. And even then, they're like, this is so disgusting. And we waited for four hours for the food. Four full hours. It was ridiculous. So. There you go. Done. And, you know, the service the service is important too, right? Of course. That's the issue. That's that's the, that's the main issue. But we'll see. So, yeah. Okay. So what do you prefer? Do you prefer food before or after sex? Food before or after what? sex um after 
because I feel like before it's kind of like, oh, now I feel bloated and lethargic. So I don't really want to like go on top. I don't want to do anything if I just ate. Like, that's not, <laughs> like I, don't wanna, I think about that often, actually. Like I'll have to like plan. Like, if I'm seeing somebody, like in my brain, I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna eat at this time. We're probably gonna like have sex like later hours from now. So like I can eat all this shit and like be fine for later. So. Yeah, definitely after. I feel like there's nothing much better than just like food after sex. So, oh yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I never thought about that. I never thought about it like that. But yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Definitely, definitely. What's the most overrated position and location for sex? Okay, so the most overrated location for sex is the car. Like, I don't know who is trying to have sex in the car. To be honest with you, because. I'm tall, like I'm five nine and a half, maybe even five ten, and I'm not like slim. So like mm. I'm like a decent. Like, I don't even know how to explain my body type, but I'm not small. So to be able to like go into the back seat of my car or in the front seat of my car, and I feel like the men that I date are generally not like little skinny men either. Like how is this happening? How are we gonna do this? Like I'm not. I'm not. So. The car is the most overrated spot, and as for position, probably, huh, that, huh, I don't know, honestly, I don't, hmm, oh, maybe, like, 69, that's the whole, like, I'm not really a fan of that, I don't really like it, so, like, to me, it's overrated. Yeah, there's just a lot. Like, I can't focus. So I'm just here like, uh, okay, this is, like, I just, no, got to move. Let me get off. This is, no, that's okay. So, yeah, those are the, those I'll are say the, the shower. I would say the shower is pretty overrated, too. Why? It's dangerous. <laughs> especially, if you, especially if she's not freaking five foot two. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a big guy, too. So, like, yeah, it's not enough space. I don't, like, I have, like, a very big shower, like, bigger than normal, and I have chairs in it. Like, I put okay. chairs in it. <laughs> okay, well, so that's different. That's so different. that can work. But I feel like a standard size shower, yeah, that's a little, that can be a little overrated. So I feel you. Okay, so what, in your opinion, makes, what, is, what does it mean to be good in bed for a woman? <laughs> okay, so... I can't say for a woman, but I can say for me specifically. Um, okay. So for me, for a man to be good in bed. No, no, no. For or a just woman like, to be a good, for you to be good in bed. So what is it? Okay, say that again. So say so. Okay, so like I could, I could think that I'm good in bed, but why do I think I'm good in bed? Okay, so why do I think I'm good in bed? Or what makes a woman good in bed to a man? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like to every man, it's, it's it's different. You tell me what makes a woman good in bed. Well, I mean, there's the obvious of just not being a starfish. Right. But, you know, there's a lot of women that think they're so good in bed, and I just never understood why do you feel like you're so good in bed. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's, just, it's just out of curiosity. I don't know, because... I don't know. Like, I know for me, like, I can say, like, why I am good in bed, but, like, so do I don't think, know why other why do you women believe, do. Why do you I believe that you are? Because, like, I'm very adventurous. <laughs> like, I'll, like, do whatever at least once. Like, mm-hmm. at least once I'll try anything. Like, literally anything. I don't care what it is. I'll do it once um, to at least say that I've done it. Um, I am very into, like, pleasing my partner. So, like, regardless of what that looks like. Like, I want to make sure, like, he's good. Um, I am down with, like, switching up the positions. My stamina is good. Like, I can have sex for a long time. Um, I feel like a lot of women don't like being on top. They don't like doing anything that really, like, requires a lot of movement or a lot of effort. Um, I'm down for the moving and the effort. And, like, again, whatever I have to do, I'll do it. Um, I feel like I'm very expressive (laughs) during sex. So, like, I will speak. I'll tell you, like, what's working, what's not working. Like, you know all the time. And, yeah, I feel like that's just 
like that's why I feel like I'm good in bed. I guess. Well, I think those are good good qualities to have. And spontaneous. Uh, I think like spontaneity is a very important thing, like sexually. So like, I don't want to just have sex on my bed. Like, I want to be outside and like have sex. Just like stuff like that. So I guess like things that like build intimacy because sex is sex at the end of the day. But like there's other things that make sex great, which is like communication and just like touching and just like randomly just whatever, you know, like verbal stuff, text stuff, photos, like all of that stuff plays into sex in my opinion. So I agree. Okay. So what inspires you to make the first move? Not necessarily in sex, but just like if you see, first of all, are you the type of person that will speak to somebody? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) I'm not. I will not. I won't. Never. Never. Nope. Nope. I did it once. My girlfriends forced me when I was in college and I felt like I was five. It was the worst thing. Like I was running away. My friends kept like going to this man and being like, oh, my son wants to talk to you. My son wants to talk to you. And I'm like, ah, no. And they're like, oh, just come here and talk to him. And I'm like, no, got to go. And I ran like to come <laughs> to college, like physically like ran. So I don't do that. I don't is want it, to do is that. It more, is it because you're shy or is it just like? I'm shy. I'm shy. I can be very shy. Um, and not really like shy, but I have like anxiety issues, <laughs> like severe anxiety issues. I'm an overthinker as well. So it's always for me, this like, like, despite what people believe is like, I can be, yeah, just like, oh my God, is he going to like me? What's he going to say? What if he hates me? What if he thinks I'm ugly? Like, I think about this stuff. <laughs> so it's just like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to risk it all for you. I refuse. I refuse. So, so it's more of it's the fear, fear of rejection too? Yes. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Where I feel like if I, um, I don't know, like if I'm getting like a vibe from somebody, like if, let's say like I'm working with someone and like I catch a vibe like, we're just there, like, collectively flirting or whatever, then I might drop, like, a hint or two. Or I could come out and just be like, oh, we should, like, hang out after work or something like that. But if I see somebody in the mall and I think they're fine, mm-mm, I'm not going to them. If I see them in the gym, I'm not going to them. I'm never going to them ever. So, <laughs> behind, okay, the so- screen, behind the screen, I might be able to, like, a DM oh, okay. or something okay. like that. That's happened. Um but yeah, that's about it. As for like in person, no thanks. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> so a lot of people, a lot of guys, I should say. Well, I can't speak for a lot of guys. A lot of times, I'm very oblivious to flirting. Yeah. Even though I'm such a good <laughs> reader for <person laughs> yeah. people. Exactly. So like, what is that? What is that like? What do you do when you flirt? What is uh, your like? Your oh, go to. Your go to. <laughs> like I'm useless. Like I make fun of them. <laughs> like, not in like, like, I'll, like, make, like, jabs. Like, I'll, like, find something. Okay, so, like, there's this guy, right? And he's been on my Instagram for, like, a long time, but he doesn't live here or whatever. But he's fine. And he has, like, big calves. <laughs> so I'll be, like, he'll post a photo, and I'll, like, go in his DM on some, like, oh, you calves are looking extra large today. <laughs> Just, like, <laughs> stupid like it's really dumb like I have no like game like none at all so it's very much like I don't even know what flirting looks like for real because I'll just do stupid shit like that (laughs) okay that's it it's ridiculous I'll just like throw humor in like I like laughing and just stupid jokes so yeah just stupidness really well I mean that's not that's not bad. As long as you, I mean, do you throw an LOL behind it or at least? Or? Oh, yeah, all the time. Or I'll throw, like, a heart face, like, because he knows, like, he has big calves. Like, he'll always, like, say stuff about that. So I'll, like, use that now. I'll be like, oh, calves are looking extra large today. Like, heart face. Like, stupid. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, I'm sure he knows. I'm sure he knows. He knows. But you guys oh, said you don't. Yeah, yeah. He knows. So, I don't know. But I also feel like he's very passive, too. Like, he's very, like, 
I don't think he really knows either. Like what I'm trying to do. It's so, very, it's a very gray area for men to notice. Is she or is she not? Right. So, what about your like your female friends? Your more aggressive female friends. What do they do? Oh, they're they don't play. Like my girlfriends do not ever play. Um, they'll just go up to men. They'll just go up to them. Like they'll just go. Like no problem. Like hey, I want to take you out. And this is like what. I don't have, like, my friends call me and be like, yeah, I saw this guy at the gym today. I asked him out. Okay. Like, okay. Like, so I'm probably, like, the least aggressive out of all of them. Out of all of them, which is so surprising to most people because I feel like given the vibe that I have on social media and, like, the things that I post that I find funny, people think that I'm just, like, this huge personality with, like, all this aggression and I just like am out here like in people's faces, but I'm not like at all. Like I the furthest thing from that. So it's, um, it's interesting, but I also feel like for me when it comes to men and like the pursuit of men for me, I feel like I'm very dominant in every aspect of my life besides that. So like I'm very dominant in like the work that I do. I'm very um, communicative and straightforward in terms of, like, the things that I want in other areas. Like, I'm very much, like, a go-getter and a doer. And I feel like when it comes to me and men, I don't want to be that. Like, I, as much as this might sound, like, super sexist and, like, gender role-ish or whatever, like, I want the man to be in pursuit of me. Like, I don't want to, like, I just want a man that, is willing to like do the work and like wants to pursue me and like I will yeah if I'm feeling him I will do the work and I will give back but I don't want to be like the hunter I don't I don't want to do that because I'm tired <laughs> so no that makes sense that's a natural yeah. instincts yeah. I just don't want to do that so. okay well I don't know okay is there anything that you think that I should have asked that I didn't ask that your 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 listeners would want to hear. Uh, no. I think this was really good. And it was it was long. It was good it was like a good length, good conversation. I feel like other people will be able to know a little bit more about me, so cool. That's cool. That was fun. I've never I've I don't think I've ever interviewed anyone before. Yeah. Thank you so much. You were so good at this. I was kinda nervous. I was like, ah Me too. Oh my god! Like my anxiety was like running through the roof. Like even calling, I'm like, okay, it's twelve thirty-two. Like, what am I gonna say? Like that's just like, yeah, me just being an overthinker. But yeah, it was great. So thank you so much. You wanna give people your social media handle? I'll also put it in the bio if you if you want me to do that. Um, yeah, because you seem to be doing a lot of things out here that other people might want access to. Yeah, actually, anyone out there that has children my daughter has a youtube channel yes she's six years old so um it's called jasmine's world j-a-z-m-i-n jasmine's world on youtube so she does her little toy reviews and baking videos and shit like that so yeah she's so cute and she's so smart from yeah just i i used to i feel like follow. I don't, maybe i don't follow her anymore i'm not sure but i definitely remember following her at one point so yes. yeah that's the only thing i want to really want to plug okay well thank you again so much and uh yeah we will we'll see we'll be in touch <laughs> all right take care all right thank you bye, bye.